Hey guys, you're listening to Soul Food. My name is Daniel and I am the pastor of a church called Soul here at Alostar in Malaysia. In this podcast, we will dive into conversations that will help us with our views of certain habits and behaviors that take place in our culture. As you're listening, I'm sure you'll learn a thing or two, but I believe this podcast will help you to expand your perspective. This is Soul Food. Let's dive right in. My oh my, it's good to have our relationship guru back again. Keith, how are you? Yo, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me again. It's an honor. Man, we miss you. Uh, let me be the first to say Merry Christmas. It is the Christmas season already. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, so many sales has been going on. Have you bought something for yourself? Ah, not yet. Not yet. Looking forward <laughs> to. Looking forward to. I'm sure the wife and the kids have their Christmas wish lists. So, yeah. Looking oh, yes. forward to that. Yes, yes. Um, but I'm just happy to have you back again. Uh, this time around, a little different uh, because mm-hmm. I've been challenging um, the community here at Seoul, uh, the listeners as well. And this team is called Ready, Set, Go. You know, we don't want to wait for 2021 and then only start planning. We want to start planning now. We want to get ready. In fact, we want to get into an action mode into it. So I feel like, you know, um, we can be energized through this conversation together. So really moving on into 2021, a lot of people are saying that it's going to be unpredictable. How can we be ready? How can we be focused in, in such an unpredictable period? Like, I know you've been helping out a lot of people, getting into conversations with people. So what are your thoughts about this, Keith? Okay, first, first and foremost, uh, Dan, I really want to say from the bottom of my heart, uh, well done. Great job for uh, Soul Food. I, I just want to really appreciate you. Oh, thanks. Uh, I, don't say, I don't say that enough, but I, I really believe in uh, the work that you're doing and the reason you're doing this. And um, yeah. Uh, so thanks for having me on board. And, uh, uh, appreciate it, man. Not, 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 not forgetting me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. And true enough, I am really uh, meeting a lot of people. And one of the big roadblock and one of the uh, uh, mindset block that a lot of people are having is how am I going to plan 2021 um, from, from this year? When, mm-hmm. when things are so uncertain and uh, when, when things are so volatile and uh, unpredictable. So, yes, this is the question that many people have been asking. And uh, just now you said something that I, I think would really help us. Um, it's to, to know that whatever that you're planning, don't, don't plan just for yourself. <laughs> don't, okay. uh, one thing, one thing I'm, I'm very sure about is that um, sometimes we feel so lost and we wonder why are we um, lonely. It is because sometimes we, we in, in our experience of all this uh, unpredictability, we have uh, built a wall to um, secure ourselves and protect us and um, being afraid, we, we actually hold back a lot. So I think if no matter how 2021 will look like, you need to have a plan that you want to grow, you want to still impact others and, and you are doing a great job, you know. And mm. I think um, whether it is prophetic or not, you have started Soul Food uh, <laughs> way before. 
that has uh, not stopped you from impacting lives actually. So I, I really want to applaud you for that. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Keith. So, yeah. so plan in a way uh, that you still have a vision of wanting to impact lives and make a difference. And, and I think 2020, personally to me, it's uh, uh, something that I'm still trying to figure out and trying to um, get hold of or excel in. But uh, that, that does not pull me back or discourage me, but it has indeed prepared me better. And you know what? I, I just feel in, in, in my heart, uh, things are going to be more and more uncertain in the coming ages. I, I'm not talking about 2021. I'm talking about the way that we live is getting more and more, you know, um, mobile mm-hmm. and more and more transient and uh, a lot more that uh, we have to be more and more agile. I'm inclined to what you said. You know, I've always looked up to you as a master planner. You know, you've always been planning this, planning that, you know, for your marriage, your life and everything. And I really look up to you for that. Um, But I'm inclined to what you say, because in the midst of unpredictability, we can still have that vision to impact lives. I think when we have that, when we are not focused on ourselves and we think about others, Um, This is something that Zig Ziglar has said before, you know, when you help others to achieve their dreams, you will also accomplish your dreams, you know, uh, accomplish your goals, you know, even. And so in in that, in that line of thought, you know, Mm. not just planning for yourself, what are some new habits we could, you know, form, you know, you know, some habits can be quite ritualistic and it could be just so confined, but in the midst of, oh man, 2021 and beyond, you know, things are going to, you know, get different, you know, unpredictable. So what are some new habits? I'm sure you have thought about it, but maybe you can share with us that some new habits we could, you know, practice and have in the years to come. Um, In talking about habits, I am recently more inclined to use the word ritual. Um, everyone will have a different set of rituals uh, in their lives and whether you like it or not, you have one. Whether it is serving you or not, that's another question. But I think it is to cultivate uh, the right rituals in your life uh, using this situation. So for me, personally, I know mindfulness has always been one thing that uh, I cherish. Intentionally intentionally carve out space uh, in my head and in my heart mm-hmm. to, uh, for, 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 for new things, for, for me to learn and to grow. It's uh, something that I have cultivated. But more than ever before, I realized that, that there is a need for a greater intentionality then. Um, there is a need for a, a greater effort actually to press in and to really eliminate a lot of good ideas uh, eliminate a lot of uh, distraction to really focus. And I, I don't know, maybe maybe we have more time uh, this season, but definitely when uh, I think about the people that I meet and if I ask them, are you more focused then? Uh, none of them say to me, yes. All of them are more distracted, uh, finding it harder to focus on just one thing and, and crafting it and doing it well. They are, they are mine. And they are, can I say, their presence are pretty scattered and uh, a, a lot of times they are uh, very thinly sliced because of that confined space and uh, the, mm-hmm. the activities that uh, they are allowed to do. So 
just bring it to myself. I, I, I just make it um, a little bit more practical. Um, in 2018 and 2019, uh, on a year, on average, I calculated I have about 28 to 30 trips a year. Wow. And, you know, you know um, and where... So a lot of people think that I'm on a move and some trips are pretty short. I, I go on Monday, I come back on Wednesday and some trips are just uh, two, three days, two, three days uh, to, to minister to different churches. But I realized something that I miss uh, tremendously and terribly is that um, alone time in the airport, waiting for to, to board the plane, uh, queuing up. To, to get into the flight, uh, a lot of alone time, uh, just being in a grab to go to the airport or uh, um, there's that, many pockets that I, I'm forced into being alone. And especially during the plane, uh, you are on flight mode and you don't have your Instagram, you don't have your WhatsApp, right? You don't have right. much things to do. So, so those things were incorporated into my life, uh, my life over the years of uh, traveling that I have this alone time that I cherish, that I have um, uh, learned to pray and write and read and just be with myself, be with myself. But this pandemic uh, has shifted that tremendously. I am, I love my family and I love the people around me, but I'm in this space where I am constantly having people around me. So when I realize that something is wrong, something is missing, I need to intentionally carve that space once again. Mm. Uh, do, do you get me? So, yep, get so, so it, used, it used to be like, um, say for example, I give you a, a, an easier example. Uh, easier example is that when, when you uh, get to travel a lot, actually you get to try a lot of food. Yeah. Right? But now that you are confined, uh, it seems like you've been eating back the same thing again and again and again. So, <laughs> yeah. so there, are certain, there are certain lifestyle in the past that uh, pushes us to learn, pushes us to interact, especially like church. You go to church, you got to meet people, you got to greet them, you learn to hug, you learn to look them in the eyeball, you learn to pray for them. But now in this situation, you've got to be a lot more intentional in wanting to pray for people. You've got to be a lot more intentional in wanting to connect. You've got to be a lot more intentional in wanting your space to be by yourself. And by, by saying by yourself, it's, it's a no gadget time, no screen time, just you and yourself. And, and this is what I learned to, to put my thoughts out there and seeing it as a third party, what are the qualities of my thought, actually? Uh, am, I, am I having good thoughts in my life? Am I having uh, quality thoughts in my life? And, and put it out there, and I begin to review it, and I begin to, to see it, so that I am mindful. What have I been thinking? A lot of times, we just let our thoughts wander and, and go like a kite as yeah. the wind blows. So true. But, but one, one, one of the, go, going back to your question, one of the habits that I have cultivated this season is to really intentionally carve out that time. And, and how do I do it? Um, I don't know if it is age or what, then I, I wake up about 5.30 okay. or 6 o'clock while, uh -huh. it, it, while it's still dark. I, I used to wake up early because I have to send kids to school. Yeah. But uh, nowadays, I wake up automatically 5.30. And instead of just going out for a jog immediately or uh, past few months uh, swimming, but now I can't swim, um, 
in, instead of getting into action, I actually begin to just sit in a living room by myself for about 30 minutes. Wow. It is not um, like worship songs. It is not okay. reading the Bible. It is not podcast. It is, it is not, no, nothing, nothing. Just me and my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, so this is, this is a habit that I have cultivated and I can go on and on, but um, in answering your question, I think this is one key, uh, one key ones that I have cultivated. And I want to encourage everyone that is listening to not be afraid to be with yourself and to, to really allow your thoughts to be out there and, and look at them objectively. Are you um, positive? Are you mindful actually of what you have been thinking? And um, unfortunately, in recent uh, um, incidents or occurrences that people have been telling me, mm-hmm. they feel lonely. Yeah. And they feel quite alone this season. Uh, this is very real, and um, a lot of uh, mental health issues been surfacing. So I, I think it is because we suppress, we try to just disguise it with activities, and when it reaches a point of attention, it's usually quite critical. Yeah. So don't don't wait for that to happen. Um, uh, cultivate a habit of examining or being mindful of your own uh, thought life. I've always admired you and how you have always uphold habits as something important in life. You know, I hold one statement dearly. You then, you will fall to the level of your discipline. You know, and if I hold that yes. dearly. And um, yes. to hear you so passionately talk about um, <laughs> intentionally carving out that space Waking up 5.30 yes. in the morning, just in your own thoughts. Yes. Um, when you were talking, you know, about how like those moments... Oh, by the way, I miss traveling with you as well. <laughs> Looking forward yes. to travel again. But... I, I, and, and you know when we travel, and you know yeah. when we travel, I don't talk all the time. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and now that yeah. you're talking about it, I, I, I realized <laughs> that, yeah, those pocket moments where you are quiet by yourself... Um, yeah, it's like your your own space and, and it's good and it's good. But those are the things that we take for granted sometimes, especially during the, the, the whole lockdown and everything. Like mm-hmm. for me personally, it's um, driving out and sometimes dropping the kids off to school, you know. There you go, yeah. You yes. know, and just in that moment, my thoughts and those precious moments that were taken away. and But yeah, I, I'm grateful that we kind of had this conversation quite early on, maybe mid of the year. And you kind of told me about mm, this. So mm. I've, I've been practicing it. Mm. And funny thing is that the last Fantastic. podcast, I had Lynette mm. and she actually talked about mindfulness. You know, it's, oh, a, okay, a okay. Se- it's a season where people are just, you know, they are actually finding activities to do. And I think sometimes yeah. they are just lost in the activities or the doing of the activities and they're not mindful mm. about it. So thank you so much for just reiterating about the importance of being mindful or the practice of mindfulness. Because one of the things I asked yes. so is like mindfulness about yoga. You know, she's like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, I, think yeah, yeah. I think there's some podcasters out there, you know, some articles. They, they are also doing their best trying to encourage people you know, to be mindful yes. this season. Uh, thank you so much. A lot of things I've been, I've learned from you in that, in what you've shared, mm. you know, about being intentional. Uh, but I want to focus on one thing you said earlier. Um, what do you mean by eliminating good ideas? If I could just 
get a little more clarity on it? I think in in uh, this age, right, in this um, information age, where maybe we can call it an information explosion age. I don't know. Okay. Uh, there are so there are so many uh, good ideas. You know, there are so many good tips. Whatever that you want to Google about, say diet. Uh-huh. You know, just just Google, Google the word diet. You get maybe millions of uh, uh, websites. That's right. That will suggest to you um, a, a diet plan or stuff like that. I think it is inward journey rather than an outward journey that we need to travel. Mm-hmm. That means if there's really so many ways to earn money, which is your way. If there is so many ways to do good, if there's so many ways uh, to serve, if there's so many ways to, so we, we, we usually say to reflect Christ. Mm-hmm. What's your way? What's the most authentic way that you would embark in? And at the end of the day, then no blaming, no complaining, um, no regrets, you know? No blaming, no complaining, no regrets. You know, this is your stuff. This is you wanting to do it and you would, you would pursue it. And, and I think that is the process of elimination because I think a lot of people, are, they are unwilling to eliminate because they can't say for sure that that's what they really want. What do you really want? What do you really want? And when you know what you really want, it is all about cutting away or eliminating what you, you think you should want, you, you would want. You, you get what I mean? Rather yep. than a, lo- a, lot of, a lot of us know what we don't want. Yeah, we, we, mm-hmm. we know. But there's so many good things that um, people might want you to want it. You might think it's good to have it and, and stuff like that. But what do you really want? And then I think it is very important to eliminate those good ideas. That, that's what I'm saying. Of course, we, we are Christian. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I, I realized that will help me to clarify that is to always understand that I am created, I'm wired, uh, I'm designed for a specific reason. And I have my, I have my calling. So if I am clear about my calling, then I, I must be clear what are not my callings. You know, mm-hmm. what are those things that are not my callings that I, I don't have to be a KPC, you know, I don't have to be a busybody <laughs> yeah. to, to, to have my hands on every of it, every of it, just, just because I need approval, just because I'm afraid of rejection. I entertain so many good ideas that come. Uh, come come along my way. Yeah, I hope it, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it does. It does because um, recently this is something that uh, I was sharing in our community at Seoul about eliminating options. You know, especially mm, mm. my my generation. Um, choices are good, but choices are bad at the yeah. same time. You know, um, yeah, whether you yeah. are in. Um, I pity those who are finishing their Form 5 or their IGCSE or their O-levels, you know, because that's mm-hmm. like a huge step. They've got like, okay, I want to study media. What media you want to study, you know? I want to study business. There's like a ton of business options. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. So to, yes. to eliminate all those things. And I, I love what you say. No blaming, 
no complaining, no regretting. No, no regret. You just yeah. gotta make a choice, you know, and go for yeah. it all the way. And this is something that, yeah, we kind of lack in, in my generation. You know, we, we are just embracing all the options and come what may kind of thing. And it's quite dangerous, mm. you know, to, to just fall into this black hole of options. And, and I've, I've seen some people suffer from it. Like, you know, they just struggle to come out of it because they are now in the world of what if, you know, I'm like, Hey, what mm. if I do this? You no, know, what if, you know, what if let's say this, there'll be a better option. If I date this girl, you know, what if there is another better girl? I'm like, yo, dude, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> yes. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Sorry to all the listeners. You, you really need to own it. If you want to find your purpose, if you really want to live a fulfilled life, it starts from you taking ownership and say, I am going to stick. I'm going to stick to my decision. And uh, if you don't know what you should decide, and then you got to stop um, doing a lot of things and start facing it. And instead of just um, a bit of everywhere, start to carve out time and find out and face it and decide. And I was just uh, talking to one of my coaches and I said this, um, if I tell you, if you try to sell something, say you try to sell, um, what's a good thing to sell nowadays? Give me an idea. Let's go with okay. um, health products. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so this health product, you got to believe in it. Once you believe in it, I tell you the formula to success. The formula to success is to get rejected 999 times. Wow. And then on the, on the 1,000th time, you will be successful and then your, your, your money will come, your achievements will come. So I already tell you, there's no secret to it. Go out there and sell and try to sell and get rejected for, nine, for 999 times. Okay? I guarantee you the 1,000th time, you will be successful. I think everyone that's listening will make sense and say, yeah, surely there will be because according to statistic or what. But then if we know it, why are we not willing to go through rejection? Mm. If we know it, why are we not willing to go through failures? You see, it is not just about getting rejected, you see. It is about you being rejected and improving. Because we learn when we fall. We learn, we learn how to sell better when we get rejected. So, so it is not like, okay, Lord, I go and get rejected. It is about, okay, if I get rejected, how do I improve myself? How do I improve mm-hmm. myself? How do I improve myself? So, so if you're following me, right, that means at the 999 times, you have already learned so much. You have already gained so much. You have already grown so much. You have already achieved, actually, I want to say so much by not giving up. Mm-hmm. And then on the 1,000th customer, you are so irresistible. The 1,001, 1,002, and therefore, it's going to be a breeze. It's going to be easy. You're going to sell. You're just going to make it. But again, I said already, you need to learn to handle rejection if you want to be successful. Are you willing or not? Do do you? you, If if you are willing, then you've got to show it through your ownership. You are not going to blame. You're not going to complain. You're not going to have regrets. You're just going to keep on going at it until you are successful. 
Ouch, ouch, ouch. Man, this is, yeah. Yeah. It's important yeah, because yeah. I think people know about it, but they just don't want to go through the pain of rejection. Yes, yes. That, that, that's what I'm trying to tell you then. They know about it. They, <laughs> they know that they know there is a price to pay for success and you can't blame it on, oh, I have too many options. Yeah. You can't blame it on, what if, what if I, I, uh, something better come along? No, you just going to stick to it. And then when you finally have your breakthrough, then, then you will have options. Like when you make it, jobs will come and find you. When you make it, interviews will come and find you. Uh, and, and fame will come and find you. I don't know, whatever that you, mm-hmm. you dream of will come and find you, but you have to go through that process and you cannot skip that process. If you skip that process, you got lucky, that success might eventually destroy you rather than build you. Wow. Yeah, because that's like a one in a million kind of shot, you know? And yeah. compared yes. to the person who has failed 999 times, he has learned, he has mm. gone through pain, he knows what is suffering, he knows what to say now, he knows who are the people, who is his demographic, man, yeah. It's so true. I, 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 can, I, can I throw in this little story I heard recently? Let's go, let's go. You know, um, 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 you know in Utah, in America, uh, they are uh-huh. famous for the, the Mormons, right? The Mormons. Yeah. So at 18 years old, they will pair up two by two and go out there to evangelize, right? Mm-hmm. So there is a research that uh, a survey, I think, a research that go on to see how these young people at 18 years old uh, that was sent out by the church to be a missionary, how do they fare with their contemporaries of that same age? They realize that these people are more successful than the rest of them in the same match. Why? Because right at 18, they have already learned to be rejected more than anyone else at their age. I'm not talking about religion here, yeah. but you get what I mean, right? I get what that you mean. That means they have already they have already been sent to some um, don't know what country, uh, don't know what language. They have been paired up and they have been sent out. So by the fact that after two years of their internship or two years of their serving, mm-hmm. when they come back to their own country, they, they are heads and shoulders above the rest because... They have learned um, how to handle rejection better than their friends that stayed, stayed back, that has uh, gone to college straight away, that gone through all the parties and, and stuff like that. They, mm. they mature, they grew. So, yeah. so if that's a, that, that is a recipe for you, if you want to go into sales, learn to handle rejection and fail it. That, if, if our lives is about telling stories to sell ourselves, learn to handle rejection, learn to handle critics, learn to get feedbacks. If that is already a prescribed way to make you better, I don't know, it, it must be ownership then. Like you are not owning it. You don't know what you want. That's why you keep delaying, you keep pushing around. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the story of the Mormons and all, like what you say, <laughs> It's it's more than a religion because like even if they come back and they start their own business, yes, whatever, they they are ready. Exactly, you know? the the, yes. the mindset yes. is stronger and all. Um, thanks, Keith. There's so many things I've learned today from you. You know, um, sorry, I, I think I cut you off just now. I, I ah, interjected okay, okay. because I want to I, I want to throw in this story before yeah. it slip off my mind. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, just you were asking things. me something. 
yeah, it's a couple of things that, you know, I've learned today really to avoid the mental block. You know, just don't plan for yourself. You know, think about others, you know, as we think about the future, yes. you know, the ritual. You've got to really cultivate mindfulness. Um, yes. Not just 2021. Every new year that's going to come is going to be unpredictable. <laughs> you know, it's not just about yeah. the virus, but the economy and different things, relationships, age, <laughs> different things, different factors mm. that we cannot control. I think mindfulness will really help mm. us out. I love what you say as well, being intentional to carve out that space for yes. ourselves, you know, to breathe, to think and focusing on the things that matter. Um, and really today, no blaming, no complaining, no regrets, you know, to just yes. willing to be willing to go through the rejection and come out stronger. And I think really um, like, for the theme of this time, working with unpredictability, I think if we could just go through all the rejections that come next year, you know, maybe you've got a project and you're excited about it and you've planned it out. Maybe a relationship, mm. you know, you're mm. thinking that this is mm. the girl, this is the guy, but hey-ho, you know, mm -hmm. we cannot go out again. You know, it's limited. Yeah. And, yeah. But I, you know, it's interesting as you're talking about this. Uh, I think there are a couple of posts on Facebook uh, recently about how like um, pilots and air stewardess or air steward, they kind of survived mm -hmm. through this period. Um, mm -hmm. There's this mm -hmm. guy who was a pilot for Malaysia <laughs> Airlines, but now yes. he's selling burgers. I think you, you've seen it, right? Yes, yes, yes. And he's doing well. Yeah, it, it shows so much resilience. And for yes. him to do that, he has not placed his identity as a pilot. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's things like how he has been mindful before. You know, he is he is facing rejection right now. Nobody is flying, yeah. literally. You know, <laughs> but he he didn't give up. You know, he didn't give up. He is that's true, and he is successful. Um, thanks that's again, true. Keith, for your time. I I really appreciate it. But before my we pleasure, end, before we end this uh, episode, yes. um, what would be one more pointer for us as we are preparing for twenty twenty one? I think twenty twenty must serve as well. I think 2020 must serve as a great lesson in our lives to adapt, to really be more agile and open to change. You know, we, we hear it many times that the only constant in life is uh, change. And I know this change is uh, bigger than many others. But I think we must use 2020 to serve us. To serve us in a way you, you know how to be more present to the people that matters to you. And so you're going to carry this, everything that you learn in 2020, don't throw it away when um, the vaccine is out, when things are lifted. Never, never waste all these uh, precious lessons in 2020 and, and bring it to another level um, um, go another level deeper in 2021. So I, I, I want to say for all you that's listening, if um, 2020 has um, um, caused you to um, develop certain habits like uh, listening to podcasts, uh, reading, being present for all the occasions for your families, yeah. uh, continue, continue that on, you know, in 2021. Don't, don't revert back to the person that has been absent and don't revert to the person that don't learn and don't listen to podcasts that, yay, now I can go out party and I can travel again and you you forget all these things. So 2021, 
it is all for you to really recreate yourself. You you are not the 2019. You don't you are not going back to 2019. Yeah. You are not going to be um, um, living in 2020, 2021. You are a better person. You got to confess that. You are a better person. You are more assured. You are more confident of the uh, situation, no matter how it uh, it has been unpredictable. So you go in 2021 once again, wanting to impact lives, wanting to make a difference, wanting to do well. It is all for you to grab hold of and create. So I want to say this: life is not just about discovering. Life is a lot about creating. Don't stop creating in 2021. Don't waste your 2020, guys. Whatever that you have learned, yes. all the listeners on so yes, don't waste it. Don't waste it. Thanks again for all this lesson and gems. Um, I'm looking forward to our next podcast. It felt like it felt like there's there's more that we can talk. I I, I just just in my heart, and I'm looking I'm looking forward to the next one as well. Well, you take care, Keith. Thank you for having me. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast. Do share it with your friends. Now, if you have any questions, you can DM us on our Instagram at Soul Malaysia.